This is a tripod broadcast. Well, let's start recording, so... We just did. Okay, cool. I think this is a key show to listen to because it's... It's it's uh, it's all about emotional masturbation. Yeah. <laughs> Journalistic integrity. It encapsulates everything that we're about. And I'm sorry. Now, <laughs> give that some thought. Yeah. With Addison... I can't be mad at you. You got a haircut. And Matt. I would recommend that you, you stop listening right now. <laughs> oh, damn it. I just spoke the entire time while you're in the bathroom for no reason. Well, hopefully you did it to get like the shit out before prepared. Yeah, show. yeah. The verbal garbage I usually spew for the first two and a half minutes. Actually, I listened to uh, last week's episode or a good portion of it. My wife listened to it in bed. Yeah. Boy, there is only sex. And uh, she, um, I can hear this week. Wow, this is the first time I feel completely clear. Wow. We well, full. You uh, this is fantastic. You, you didn't you get re- recently get audited? <laughs> um, no. Uh, my wife was listening to the show in bed uh, with our weeks old daughter. Mm-hmm. She wanted to start polluting her. Yeah, yeah. And uh, no, I was like, I was like, damn, Matt talked a lot. I'm oh, sorry. Yeah, like you realize it's co-host for a reason, you jack. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, you're supposed, t- to, you're supposed to co-host, not host. But co-host, uh, yeah, the uh, swarthy gentleman in the front. Uh, just, uh, I'm sorry. Uh, go ahead and just let from now on for the rest of the show, Mr. Hume. Just let go me ahead. let me know when I can talk. Uh, the council calls on Mr. Hume. When you want input from me, just you know, point. And- the council calls on Mr. Hume. Yes, sir. Mr. Hume, take the stand. Uh, where were you on the night of the 13th, Mr. Hume? I'm not even to the stand yet. Hold on. <laughs> we have an impatient judge. <clears throat> All right, here. I'm sorry. You. State your name for the record. Uh, Matthew Allen Hume. Mm. And where were you the night of the 13th, Mr. Hume? Um, Did you see the black man do it? I, 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 uh, Mr. Hume? Line. But, <laughs> Michael Scott does that in his deposition. Wine. Can I get a drink of water? <laughs> Can we go back over it? And then they look over the notes. And then you said line. Then you said, can I get a drink of water? Then you said, can I go to the bathroom? Then we said, no, you already went. Then you said, I really have to go. (laughs) I didn't have to go that time. There is uh, a section of folks at work. As you know, I'm uh, in a bit of a position of uh, responsibility, Mm -hmm. position of management. There are some folks, quite literally, I I, I don't understand how their bladders work. when the night gets to that point, mm-hmm. you're familiar with kitchens, you're familiar with restaurants. Yeah. When the night gets to the point where uh, the business is beginning to plateau, beginning to taper mm-hmm. off, uh, and the majority of the night's work has yet to be done mm-hmm. by the employees of the establishment. Sure. Um, yeah, it seems like these folks just make a beeline to the bathroom. I mean, I, I, don't, I don't understand. Like, th- these folks will have had a break nigh an hour ago. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not like I kept you. It's not like you got there at 3, it's now 9.15, and this is your first chance to piss. Like, okay, I get yeah. it. You know, you know I've got to bleed the main vein, but... What's happening is they're doing it intentionally to piss you off. Literally and figuratively? Yes. They're pissing me off mm-hmm. with their piss. Yes. Mm. Yep. The, they're doing... It's, it's a plan. They plan this out, you see. They have a schedule. That uh, that is in Microsoft Word. I know it's it's stupid. Why not put it in Excel? But it's in Microsoft Word, and they pass it around. Uh, they sent me a couple copies because they're like, ha ha ha, we're getting Addison. Right. It, but it's an Get elaborate this. plan that that not just you know the employees who work for you, but also your bosses and uh, the old man of chicken himself, Mister uh, what is his name, Cagney, Lacey, Mister <laughs> Kathy. Uh, yeah, Kathy. That's it. Uh, God rest his soul. Stunning and brave. Yeah. Uh, he was in on it. Actually, that's one of the founding tenets of of oh okay the, the, the piss schedule, the chicken, mm. the chicken. Shack. That wasn't in his book. Mm-hmm. Read his book yep. in high school. Yep. Don't remember why. Yeah, all employees. It's their sacred duty to uh, annoy middle, middle management as much as possible. It's an elaborate theme to scheme oh, okay. to just you know now, get other, one over on you for laughs. Now, what other large chains and small chains and chains of any sort uh, mm-hmm. happen to have this same annoy middle management as much as possible? Because well, I feel like a lot of it's not. I feel like I was on board with that when I was. It's not necessarily a team something, member. It's not necessarily that that happens all the time. Like different different fast food restaurants mm-hmm. do it to to screw with different people. Like uh, oh okay. If Burger King thinks you have a small penis, they put small pickles on oh. the burger instead of the bigger pickles. Okay. 
You've never gotten bigger big pickles at a Burger I've King. I've gotten guy. a couple big pickles, but mostly small pickles uh-huh. at Burger King. But that's why I don't go to Burger King. From those that large much. chicks that yeah. were back there working the line. Mm, mm-hmm. Look but at him. Burger King, very condescending. I have a shot at seeing you know. his mediocre penis. Um <laughs> Yeah. My favorite part of the show, by far, my mm-hmm. favorite part of the show is when we make fun of my, my I was gonna my say penis. when we make fun of uh, Matt's micro penis. No. That's that it's is my not favorite a micro part penis. Of, well it's an average penis. Well you know. Matt. It's an average penis. Now, are you using Adam Carolla's measurement technique? <laughs> What's that? Well, from the center of the asshole to just beyond the tip. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> is yes. That, are you? Is that is that the method that uh-huh. you're using? Yep. <laughs> yep. Four and, inches. I was going to say a solid four. No. Erect. We're not, we're not just you know, all sitting over there with you know lap hogs. Five minutes in, just get the get the penis. <sighs> this is dumb. This is dumb. This get is the penis. Can we start this over? This is what we are now. This is dumb. This is what we are now, man. What episode is this, by the way? Is this 98, 99? I don't We're know. We're up there. This is 99. We're going to call it Lap Hog and Micro Dick. <laughs> Why don't we just, as a gag, on like on ourselves, I should just go in and do like a bulk edit and change all the episode titles to, to like one thing for episode 100. And just Maybe. Call, call them all episode 100 or something. Maybe. I don't know. That was a stupid idea. Yeah. It would involve a lot more work for like four people to slightly be amused by it. Yeah. <laughs> like somebody pulls up the podcast and oh. Yeah, like that, you're, sitting behind, doing you're sitting behind your computer for three and a half hours, <laughs> right. doing all this manually, and then right. uh, yeah, four people would get yeah. Oh my god, she just finished it, Matt. She just finished it. Now I'm pissed. Now I'm pissed. Yeah, just saw a tweet from my wife. Kevin Spacey is brilliant. That is all. Well, you but, could finish it before on. you leave here. Hold on, I'm gonna instant reply. I'm gonna do this live and on air, as they say. I'm gonna reply back. Okay. Share the joke with the rest of us. I'm going. Well, I'm going to let you read it out loud once I compose here. So if you want to, if you want to ad lib for a second, ad lib. Oh, oh, oh! You mean you mean talk? So I should probably think of something to talk about while it's dead air time. While you're tweeting, he's typing on his uh, his phone, and I got to think of something to talk about. But it's hard sometimes to think of things to talk about because there's so many options. Um, I mean, I'm thinking of seven or okay, eight things tweet. in my head now, right now. Now, my wife, like I said. Oh, are you? Are we done? I, 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 I am. Okay, so I've, I've filled enough dead well, air. Well, hang on to those. But talking, There'll be some more dead air. I thought about a couple things, and like it's very hard to think about things Just to hang talk on about. To them. So, okay, okay I'll, <clears throat> I'll hang on. Also, say very hard again, like really slowly. No. <laughs> so, Matt. No. Matt. No, you can't just tell me You're what to do. You're the co-host. You can't just tell me what to do. You can't railroad me like this. Very hard. There is only sex. All right, uh, so she tweeted and said, Kevin Spacey is brilliant, that is all. Now, I know that's because she finished House of Cards Season 4, which uh-huh. I've yet to do. Sure. Uh, now, <laughs> you're going to read my live on air uh, my reply to her, Matt. Okay. <laughs> Maybe The Walking Dead can get him to guest star on a few episodes to get the ratings up. Um, mildly amusing, it, mildly babe. clever. Sending it right now. That's right. That's, that's that's how you stay married, Matt. Yeah, you just piss in your wife's Cheerios as much as possible. Yeah, because the the uh, Walking Dead needs a ratings boost because it only gets like what sixteen to eighteen million people to sit in front of it every week live and watch <laughs> a mirror. Just you know, eighteen million. Just just like twenty million for live the season years. finale or whatever. Yeah. You know, yeah. no big deal. Yeah. You know, um, it's not like it's the number one show on television for the past five years or anything like that. You know, I mean, come on. <laughs> But on for, network TV, but at least. for no good reason. And uh, every time, every time I see it since then, for good reasons: mindless gore and repetitive storylines that go nowhere. Uh, safety with old characters that you know are untouchable. Um, Wait, when do we start talking about Friends? Oh, boom! Roasted. There it is. <laughs> Terrible show. So let's get down to it. Let's talk about something. Let's talk about something okay. substantiative. Um, I went to work today. Uh, what did you? Uh, that, okay, that's just going to ultimately <laughs> devolve, devolve into an Addison <laughs> fest if we talk about our jobs. So let's not talk about our jobs, Matt. That's not. Let's talk on, about I a current world that event that's outside. Let's say. Current let's say outside events. of politics. Okay. Oh, yeah. Uh, this yeah. is the kicker. Mm-hmm. Outside mm. of politics. All right. Um, let's. Okay, so you want to talk about a current world or a national event. Mm-hmm. For instance, let's talk about the Jews for a minute. <laughs> no, not really. No, no, no that's politics. No, we're, 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 no, we're not going to talk. We're not going to talk about the Jews. You, uh, 
You said it had to be non-political, and the Jews own um, politics. So yeah, well, let's just let's come up with something though. Give us just a minute. I'm sure outside of politics, you said. Right. Yeah, outside let's of just, politics. Okay. I want to do you in the butt. No, that's not. And okay, I'm gonna add a coming all over your face. Please, really. I'm gonna add a stipulation. It can't be sexual either. Okay. All right. So now let's. In your butt. Boom. No, no, I Matt, want to no. lick your. <laughs> no, come on. Let's. That was comedy gold. Did you edit that? Devolve into poli- talking about politics anyway. <laughs> I know, but, but I would really like to get something out of the. I'd like, I'd like where your head was. I'd really like to. Uh... Oh, shoot, Matt. Um, I think I have something here. Actual. Well, see, no, all the stuff I had was like politics. You're gonna pull something really like early that I didn't. And we never actually talked. Did we talk about this? Americans are drinking themselves to death at record rates. I know I sent that to you. Uh, you did. But I was we trying to get you to. We didn't ever really talk about it. I don't know why I stored this. I have a. I have a. Uh, if you're familiar with Instapaper, uh, that's another service that does this. But I, I use the one called Pocket, and basically there's an app, or or you can do it online with a, like a Chrome extension. You just save anything to it. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure why I saved this, but uh, it's from a website called StrongerMarriages.com. Mm-hmm. Four simple ways to get your wife in the mood. Perhaps we can no. Okay, I want to know what StrongerMarriages.com is all about. Like I, okay, I'm feeling to to that, like, like, that name to me screams we're funded by, you know, the Catholic Archdiocese or something. Uh-huh. Oh, number one is do the dishes. Horse shit. Oh. Throw this out. Uh-huh. Get her flowers. Okay, that's easy enough. Monetary, right? Yeah. Just make money and spend it on. Yeah. Um, tell her she's great. Mm. Yep. Add sex. No, that's my stipulation. What's number four? Touch her, but not like that. Hmm. I'm not, not so sure like, what they mean. Like, like get her a nice card, maybe. Can, can you? Touch, that would be kind of touching. But can you touch your wife without wanting to have sex with her? No. I haven't found a way. No, you can't personally. Like, like even ju- even just, we could have just had sex. Yeah. Put our clothes back on. We got to go somewhere, whatever it is, or I have to leave. And I could give her a fully clothed hug after the moments ago having been inside her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, I think to myself, well, we could have sex. Yeah. Like, like even <laughs> say she's, let's even say she's sick as a dog and you're holding her hair as she's puking right. into the toilet. Right. You're, if I'm touching her. You're thinking, oh my gosh, this is going to make her even look better in a swimsuit. She's just purging all this out right now. <laughs> she's going to look better. She's going to be hotter. Don't trigger me, Matt. You know. And then number five, hold on. Okay. Wait, where's number five? I thought it was, oh, it was four simple ways. Oh, well. (laughs) (laughs) You were looking for the magical fifth. Like, you knew that that they were, this is not complete. Okay, it was, it was menial household chores. Do the dishes unexpectedly, right? Right. Right. So, so obvious, right off the bat, you're, you're, it's assuming that this person is not somebody who helps with housework, right? Mm Mm-hmm. As no husband should, I think. If you're being honest, sure. But honestly, in in a household that works, everybody has to kind of assume helping to clean Matt, up after no, everybody on, else. You know, my wife listens to this. Like, why would you say these every, things? Every household, every successful household, always always functions best when everybody is helping keep things nice and tidy for everybody else. And there you have it, folks. Matt doesn't want <laughs> me to get laid. Whether it's roommates, husbands, and wives, or brothers and sisters, mm-hmm. it's it's the same. It's the same. It's the same sort of. You have to have that dynamic in a household, or it doesn't work. Let's see what we can do. I'm going to find some content. <laughs> All right. Well, you, you, you I'm going to keep on talking about this. You find your content. Um, the first one was okay. So, meaning your household chores, chores, right? Second one was uh, what? Flowers, gifts, petty gifts. Okay, <laughs> which I honestly believe in. Whoa, he's got it. He's got it. Well, the headline is when you. It was the headline. It's from R. I'm going to hell for this. Okay. Sure. But the headline is when you try to Trump rally and chill, but it's in Chicago. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You have to say this, and of course, and of course, there's the Jeff. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Fantastic. 
I'm not going to... F- for those that are familiar with Reddit, you're more than welcome to go look that up. Yeah. I'm not going to elaborate um, here on the program. Insensitive. Insensitive. Uh, I'm triggered, personally. Mm. Okay, so then number three was... Uh, um, what was number three? Uh, gifts. Uh, tell her she's great, right? Verbal praise. Mm-hmm. Number four, um, touch. Like, you know, non-sexually. Yeah. So what is number five? Which I'm not familiar. Oh, uh, okay. I've got it, actually. This is, I've got it. Make her feel safe. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. I think it's a big one for women. And that doesn't necessarily mean, and that doesn't mean. Physical intimidation. That can also mean the the bank account. Well, part of it, but th- yeah. that doesn't necessarily mean like that. How many condoms you have on hand? Puffing, you know? puffing your chest out, and yeah. you know I, I, you, you're about to snap, nigga. Yeah, you know, yeah. snap somebody's neck. That I kind mean, of thing. I mean, safety outlet covers on the, you know. But it's just you're the you're the man of the house. Yeah, when she, sure. when she hears something downstairs late at night, and she's like, "What was that noise?" You stumble out of bed after a 15 hour workday mm-hmm. and go assure her that it was merely pets or what have yeah. you. Yeah, yeah. That's that's what I mean. Does she is she like that a lot? Does she hear a noise? Is she that she doesn't that know? She hardly ever does. And I think she know. Okay, even if she does, I think I'm I'm a heavy sleeper. Mm-hmm. So if if I'm if I'm down and out, I'm down and out. Yeah. Unless our, I, mean, I guess I, like our kids can wake me up, but like I'm pretty much if I'm down, I'm down. Yeah. And uh, so so I think if she was kind of the oh I heard a noise kind of thing, mm-hmm. I don't think and but I, I I said all that to say this. If if she ever, when she hasn't yet, mm-hmm. four years of marriage actually we celebrated five days ago. Um, pretty pretty wild, huh? Yeah. Um, but if she ever like woke like made the effort to wake me up in the middle of the night and was like, I I heard something. I don't I don't know like what's up. You know, I I think I would I think I would be legitimately awake enough and concerned enough at that point because she doesn't do that. Like I'd be like, oh, you know, I better I better grab the grab the trusty Smith and Wesson and. Yeah. See what the night has to offer. Mm-hmm. You ever just take Smith and leave Wesson, or you just always take? No, them I both? usually take Smith and Wesson. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> Smith gets Smith gets cranky as a mother. Really, Wesson? Yeah, he really does. Mm. Yeah. So speaking of weddings, I was in a wedding this weekend, Matt. Oh yeah, it was a fantastic time. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if I can say this. It's, well, then don't say it. Screw it. I walked with some incre- like an incredibly boring bridesmaid. Because okay, having been in a number of weddings, sure, you want, you don't want to walk with the maid of honor, okay? Because that's not a good time. Why? Because she's oh, is her dress sitting right? Like you don't have any time to crack wise with the maid of honor. A flirt, you mean? Crack wise. Okay, yeah. And you're right. <laughs> crack wise. So <laughs> quote end yeah. quote because yeah. I'm black. Yeah. Be um, wise so you can get at that crack. Know what I'm okay. saying? Okay. Um. But uh, it's Flirt, a, th- yeah. but there's a science to sure. this. You don't want the super ugly one because she's going to be looking yeah. at all the other girls that are super attractive, and and it's going to be adult the whole day. And you gotta you gotta walk into the reception with this girl. You gotta sit at the head table with this girl. You gotta you spend the day. You know any the pictures that they take where it's like oh pair up with your bridesmaid. You, yeah, you gotta spend the whole day. Like it's it behooves you to find one who has a good sense of humor and is you know between about. Seven and ten on the one to ten scale. Okay, yeah, that's the range. So, that's yeah. the range mm-hmm. you're looking for. Top thirty percent in hotness is in a boring time. <laughs> yeah, right. That's that's all I'm saying. You, you, what you just described there reads like the douchiest Tinder profile <laughs> in the world ever. No, I'm just I'm just saying it's wedding walking one on one. Yeah. Okay. These are the things that you think about. Yeah. You know, when when your buddy that's the says Tinder profile of somebody from like the Jersey Shore, man. When your buddy says, "Oh, will you walk on my wedding?" These are the things that automatically pop in your head. It's not my fault. Mm, not it's like, just. I science. hope they have a great day. Like, and and no matter oh, what happens on, to dude, me, why would I ever think that? It'll it'll be you know. Why would I ever? It's think all about that? them anyway. So why would I ever think that? Yeah. Matt? Right. Mm-hmm. Actually, the crowning moment of the evening. I'll share this, and this was rather embarrassing, but it was a good time. And after a few cocktails, I will say that. Mm-hmm. So the bar, okay. And this pissed me off. Mm. So, wedding is at four. It was a forty-minute ceremony, maybe what, whatever it was. Right? Yeah. We wrap up. <clears throat> Photographers are like, "Okay, we got to get some more shots." You know, mostly with the family and stuff. They took two pictures that included the bridal party. Okay, which I was a part of. Then they took an hour-long pictures of family, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Did this whole, you know, whatever they do. 
Then they say, okay, now it's time to go over to the... Uh... You got stubby little Trump battery fingers. Okay. Double like A batteries. Okay. Look how small they are. Are they? How tiny your hand, Trump hands are. I don't know. Everybody says I have big hands. How fucking high are you? So, no, I'm telling a story. And you're I like, don't know. Boy, look at your fingers, bro. Like, I'm sorry. Come I got back down, Matt, please. No, I'm here. I'm here right now. I'm listening to the well, story. You're here, but you were you're at the somewhere bar. else. You were at the bar. No, I wasn't. We were. Will you listen, please? Will you start again for me, please? I, <laughs> Is this going to be on the test? No, start from where you were. Okay, so then they take another, uh, like I said, about an hour's worth of pictures. We were supposed to be, or the reception started at 7, okay? Uh, No, excuse me, 5 was when the reception started. Wedding was at 2. Sorry, I got my times all wrong. Yeah. Wedding was at 2, supposed to be there at 5. So we get there at about 5.55, pull into the where the reception is we get there and the dj comes out and it, it, by the way this dude it, like as soon as he walks in he's like hey i'm the dj like literally as as he's like, hey guys i'm gonna be the dj for the evening <laughs> like <laughs> i'm so serious it's, it's i'm i'm if if he was here he'd be like he'd be like oh wow that's really good because that's yeah. exactly or no he'd be like oh wow that's really good but <laughs> so he comes out and he's like i'm the dj i'm gonna be introducing you guys and he comes out and i'm like i'm like this dude this dude DJs proms and tries to touch sixteen year old girls. Maybe like I, I, you know, he's that kind of dude. Like you see okay. him and you're like, okay, I know, like head to toe, I know who who this man is. Sure. Anyways, that being said, he comes out and he's like, he's like, he's like, yeah, he's like his program. He's like, he's like, I'm gonna do the voice. He's like, yeah, you guys are like, uh, supposed to walk you on at like five thirty five, <laughs> and we're like, that doesn't mean dick all to me because I was over there because they told me I couldn't leave. Right. Yeah. You know, it's not my problem. <laughs> Anyways, get there. So. I stick my head in it, and he had sent it. The groom had sent us a text, and he's like, "Don't go in. Wait out in the hall because they gotta introduce everybody," which is standard. Well, I stick my head in for a second because I'm like, "Oh, I wonder is my where's my wife sitting? Where am I walking into?" Just kind of get get a second, you know, feel mm-hmm. for it. I stick my head in, and the bar, the open bar for the evening, is open. Okay, it's open. I see a few cocktails on a couple <laughs> of tables during what I presume was an hors d'oeuvre, get seated type of moment. Now, he walks us in, you know, so-and-so, so-and-so, and and presenting the bride and groom. Everybody goes in, sit down, and uh, we sit down, we do the toast, for which there was champagne on the table for. And then, they're like, dinner's going to be served shortly, we'll just, you know, everybody kind of hang out. I'm like, okay, so I do the most important move of the evening, where I go like this. And I peer over my shoulder, and I look back to uh, get the lay of land from where this bar is. Mm -hmm. And it's closed. The bar has closed for dinner, man. And some of the staff uh, informed me that it would be closed for dinner but open later on. So the guests that got there beforehand, and had we gotten there early enough, would, got to drink, and I would have gotten to drink. And all through dinner, I didn't get to drink. So by the time they're playing the second and third songs, everyone's like, oh, why don't you dance with your wife? You never dance. Why aren't you dancing? Because you're not like, properly lubricated. Exactly. I'm sitting here thinking, if this bar it's was open fault. through dinner, I would be drunk enough to dance right it's your now. your fault. But I'm not. It's your fault. Who's, whose fault is that? It's your fault. No, you're wrong. Nope, you uh, violated number one of the one of the number one tenets. I mean, top definitely top ten. Oh, tenets walking down the aisle of, sober of being a, a which gr- I know you a, didn't at my wedding. Being a you finally spending. confessed uh, that to did me. Not. Like, no, did not. No, I did not. Holy shit! You came back and smoked a joint. Oh no, I said. Uh, yeah, no, I, I I I was not sober. That's what I meant. I oh, did yeah, not. Yeah. You know, I was not sober. Uh, no, <laughs> I I definitely did toke up in the parking lot of a church. Well, not the first time. Yeah. Nor shall it be the last. Well, I doubt it. Um, you know, I burned some sacred herb before the Lord. Uh, anyway, literally before I go in to see the Lord, I got to burn the sacred herb or I'm not going to get anything out yeah, of it. Yeah, he's that. It's like the Holy Holies. Yeah, If you exactly. don't go in with the priest, you're fucked, man. Yeah. He doesn't, he doesn't care. Yeah. God's like, I don't care how pure and spotless that lamb is. You come in with the high priest or yeah, no pardon for you. It's like how suddenly every Christmas Eve I have quote unquote allergies and then by Christmas morning they're all cleared up. <laughs> I toke like a mofo on Christmas Eve before Christmas Eve service. Well, then how? Uh, then and then I, it's enjoyable. I mean, but then every December when we do our annual, you know, Christmas extravaganza, because mm-hmm. I'm saying it's an annual thing now. Yeah. You, you complain about Christmas Eve service. How can you complain? But, uh, I mean, you've, you've I, it's still church. Still don't like it. Listen, no matter how high you are. Number one, ten, one of the one of the top ten tenets of, of being groomsman. Uh huh. Pocket flask. Po- yeah. I, you did well, not. You did not have a I pocket know, flask. I know. And it was my mistake. Clearly. Your fault. And the next wedding I'm in, 
You you bring I'll have a two flask. Pocket flasks. I'll lend you mine. Yeah. I don't think I have one actually. I need to get a flask. Yeah. Get it engraved with something. Like a cheap catchy. one at Walmart. For like Speaking 10 bucks. of catchy engraved things, so my groomsman gift was a Zippo lighter. I don't have one, so I was thrilled to get one. They're fun to play with. Sure. Everybody. Like like I said to you earlier, if you're a dude, I think you love Zippos. It's just yeah. it's it's just, my son loves him. He's two. I I keep lighting it for him. And he's just like like I light it and he says, "Oh, jeez." Oh, well, he's still in caveman mode though. Right. Fire. Yeah. He, he looks at that single flame and he's like, "I'm gonna get bitches with this." Yeah. <laughs> keep them warm at night. Um, I can cook my meat. Right. Mm. Mm. Just love cooked meat. But anyways, there is a there is a statement that is etched upon the Zippo liner. What is it? It was engraved upon the lighter, and uh, yeah, it's it's just perfect. What? As soon as as soon as I read it, I opened the box and I read it, and I was just like, "Wow!" There is only sex. Is that what it is? That's what it says on the Zippo. Yeah, I thought it was pretty good. It's I, like I was truly I was like, "This is this is this is a really good gift." Yeah, you were really proud of it. You sent me a a, a, a shot of it pretty much like right after. Yeah, I no, I opened it up and I took that shot and I sent it to like my wife and you, and I'm like, "Look at this! This is so yeah. cool." Uh, so anyways, props to uh, Mr. Smith, uh, mm-hmm. whose wedding I was in. And great gift. Yeah. Not a great wedding party. <laughs> and what? And uh, your gifts are great, man, bro. But uh, your wedding, kind of dumpy, bro. Maybe low energy this time. Maybe next wedding, second <laughs> marriage. Bring it up a little bit. You know what I'm saying? I, that's all I'm saying. You know, highest strippers. That's what I'm saying to you, Aaron. That's what I'm saying. You see, <clears throat> what? I'm sure the guy's wedding was beautiful and great. He's he's a good friend of yours, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, and it was um, maybe I don't know. I, <laughs> I wasn't drunk, so I have no idea. <laughs> uh, I've been thinking. Okay, speaking of alcohol, reception four out of seven wouldn't do it again. <laughs> right, idiot. No. Uh, so speaking of alcohol, how's mm-hmm. your how are you, like when was the last time? Mm-hmm. What are you, are you doing? All right on. Not I didn't drink last. I didn't drink tonight. I didn't drink last night. Um, well, there you go. Uh, what was it? Uh, last Tuesday night, I binged a little bit. But that was the one with Super Tuesday. Yeah, yeah. yeah with Kyle, you get a pass for major televised yeah. events. Um, <laughs> yeah, we therapist. We got that's we got a fifth of Sailor Jerry's on payday with Jason. And I split over two days, so that's pretty much like eh, like six beers last night. Okay, but yeah, no, it's definitely it's, it's fine. Sort of out of control. All right, yeah. good, good. Um, no, I, we're, no, we're, keep, we're keeping on the. Straight and narrow. Sometimes, when I got my text check Sometimes back. the number goes up, sometimes it goes down, but, like, you know, I mean, past... Trying to keep it more down than up. Well, past two nights, nothing. Not really yeah. missing it either, so... Good. It's not a day everyday thing anymore, which is good. Yeah. Because it was. Um, we got my tax check back, I don't know, like a month ago now, or mm-hmm. three weeks ago, and I promptly ordered tickets to go see Adam Carolla, yeah. obviously. 26th. Uh, by the way, next Saturday, I'm so pumped. Yeah. I couldn't be more excited. My Lord and Savior, Adam Carolla. I'll be off at five. You're gonna be so bummed. But anyways, um, so yeah, we're going to see Adam Carolla. But so I bought tickets for that, and then and then I bought uh, just because I'm I just figured, well, let's complete the Adam Carolla circle jerk. I bought tickets for uh, or not tickets, but I bought a bottle of Mangria, his uh, his wine, and, mm-hmm. and yeah, it shipped to me. And I'll st- I'll tell you this, Matt. It's been sitting at my house unopened. I haven't opened it yet, and. Every time I think about it, it's almost like it's almost like when you get an envelope from a relative, like around the holidays as, as a kid, you know, grandma mm-hmm. would hand you an envelope. Like, as long as you don't open it, there's a million dollars in there. Yeah. And then sure. as soon as you open it, you find out it's 55, you're like, oh, cool. You know, and you're happy to get it. Yeah. But like, that's how this bottle of Magria is. It's been sitting at my home for like two weeks now. And, and every night you'll have the next day off or, or the next, you know, whatever. And I'm like, I'm like, I could open that Magria tonight. Oh, but then when I open it, it's open and it's gone. Sure. And then and then I don't open it. And then I think it's it's like an emotional thing for me, man. I like I don't know. I'm I'm trying to decide when to open this. I I don't know. I don't know. What's what, what's, Mr. Shaman? What's the uh, what's the, the, the drink longer here? you wait to do it, the the more it's going to be a letdown. Once you finally open it, it's drank, and you wake up with a slight hangover the next morning, or at least really dehydrated. Um, on Christmas morning. Mm-hmm. Everybody's excited. Christmas afternoon, everybody takes a nap. <laughs> you know, they don't spend all the Christmas day playing with their stuff because half the fun, most of the fun of getting it, was opening it up, mm-hmm. and the the act of getting it. Mm-hmm. And now that they possess it, it's 
a possession. It's it's mm-hmm. come become something else. It's lost its potential and it is now a thing that you own that you must maintain. Mm. Or break or play with or, you know. Until it's gone. Whatever. Or eat or whatever. You know, yeah, exactly. So what you're saying, Matt, is my therapist, if I'm reading into this right, mm-hmm. uh, on the couch of life. What you're looking for is the next conquest. Not necessarily, you're, 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 I mean, what is what is happiness? It's the moment right before you need more happiness. Right? Happy, happy is the moment. Only is, took us 29 minutes, but we're in there now. Happy happy <laughs> is the feeling you have right before you need more happy. It reminds me of an Artie Lang quote. You familiar with Artie Lang? Yeah. He had a quote where he said, <laughs> I think it was from a stand-up. Yeah. He was being funny. I mean, all the great quotes are from junkies. Yeah. yeah. So. Well, he said, he said, uh, he said, uh, it's not a drug problem until you run out of money. Yeah. Until then, it's just drugs. Yeah. Um, but what is it to be high? It's the it's the moment right before you need to get high again, you know. Mm-hmm. So, so like I said, if I'm reading right from my therapist here, two things: number one, next time buy more than one bottle. Yes. <laughs> and number two, that's why you always buy more beer than you can drink. Right. Because <laughs> you never want to be faced with that moment where I'm out of beer. Do I? Give in to my better nature and not walk to the gas station to get more beer? Or do I give in to my <laughs> lower nature and go and get more beer? Right. You know, it's 11, to, it's, it's, you know, it's 11, 11 right now. I have 19 minutes. I need to make this decision. And ultimately, you always go in and you get, you, you go in. So you save yourself the walk and you get the 18 pack and only drink 16. <laughs> That's what you do. And, and, and then you have two for breakfast. You have a half of one in the morning before you have to be at work to stave off the effects of a hangover until about 2 p.m. Um, and then suddenly you're sick after you've been fine all day. Suddenly you're sick. Oh, must got to send you home. Then you're off at 2. Boom. <laughs> Problem solved. Yeah. No, so two things. Uh, yeah, the, number one, next time I'll buy more than one bottle. Mm-hmm. And number two, I think what you're saying, if I'm reading it right, save this bottle until Christmas. <laughs> yes, exactly. Save it for a lo- as long a period of time. Yeah. And then when I open it, that'll be my Christmas. Yeah. And no matter what shitty gifts people got me, I got a bottle of Mangria. Yeah. No, don't think <laughs> that the, I bought in <clears throat> March. <clears throat> the key is don't think about it. Right. Just enjoy it. Mm-hmm. And then don't lament it once it's gone that it's gone. Just the fact that you you already enjoy it. So just it's here and now. Well, it's maybe in the, I'll, the show is at eight on the twenty sixth. <laughs> maybe I'll. Uh, I'm off at five two. Mm-hmm. If I come straight home and shower, maybe maybe I can come over and get you, and we'll pregame for a second, and then we'll go. There you go. Because I'm not I'm not buying drinks at a venue. Like I mean, I I might if I have the extra cash to do it, but like that's just I mean, that's just the venue grabbing you by the shoulder and pushing you down forward, and then or and maybe that's you, just you know what happens. Next. Or maybe that's just supporting a local venue who never have really okay. good people come through okay. because no nobody in St. Louis area will fill out comedy clubs and actually help them make money because comedy clubs aren't a viable. Money-making business option in St. Louis because they can't make money. They can't attract a big-name act. So what we get is Artie Lang, and he's the biggest name we get. And sometimes Adam Carolla, but we get these B-list celebrities who never, you know. So we can't get the Louis C.K.s, and we can't get the Chris Rocks, and we can't we barely get the Dave Chappelle's. But it's always in tiny venues, you know. I mean, I'm just saying, like we have we have no comedy club scene in St. Louis, and it's because people like you don't want to go and spend drinks. I mean, if you're going to go see a uh, comedy club, like, give the club some money for just being there. Like, let them make some money, too. Like, why not? Great story. Compelling and rich. Yeah, I knew you were waiting to play that. <laughs> no, have you heard about the new... Kevin Smith but, but, is coming. But why, why, why bitch and moan about <laughs> there not being the supporting businesses there right. if you're not going to support the businesses there, no, you know? I'm, I'm, I'm so much stepping in. I was, I was making fun of you with yeah. the soundboard, particularly because I run it. Yeah. Um... No, have you heard about the new the new comedy club down there off of uh or it's it's I don't know if it's like in um it's in the uh Galleria or mm, something like yep. that right around there Helium Comedy Club. Mm-mm. You haven't heard about that? Mm-mm. Doug Benson's coming. Hmm, Kevin nice. Smith. Nice. Joe some, Coy. Some yeah, I names. mean apparently this is like Marlon Wayans. Um Joey Diaz, he's that guy that always does what's call him with what's call him. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, he, he he he's on Joe Rogan a lot. Yeah. Well, St. Louis also has a problem with their they don't have a big underground comedy. This is not a place to to. And they've got some open mics to become a comedian. Let's go to if an you, open mic. If you want to become a comedian, you move to New York, you move to Chicago, you move to L.A. Right? Two nights, Matt. Yeah, I'm not as big enough of a Kevin Smith fan anymore to to do it. Yeah, no, but I, I mean, I bought Adam Carolla I mean, tickets. Like, like Kevin's kind of your thing. 
I mean, kind of, but... Yeah, I know. How dare I think that, you know, because I bought something for us that you would. Oh, you want me to? Okay. No, 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 it's fine. Fine. It's cool. Can I just give you the cash and we just not go? Just (laughs) hang out at our separate homes that night? (laughs) Do what we normally do? How about... And I'll just give you like 50, 60 bucks? Right, whatever the price would be. Ralphie May, I'm not familiar. He's a big fat dude. He's his weird voices. Piff the Magic Dragon. Oh, there. We, oh, pff, let, let's save. Our, let, let's. You know what? You're right. Let's save our money on uh, on um, Kevin Smith. Sure. Because we clearly have. Oh, we've got special <laughs> event. Stevo live in concert. Looks like three, three shows. Well, there's okay. So there's an eight o'clock on the twelfth. Yeah, he's got a, mat, a matinee and then a regular and then show. The, and then on the thirteenth, he's got a seven thirty and a ten, and then on the fourteenth, a seven thirty and a ten. Oh, four shows. Wow, really mm-hmm. milking it. And of course, Doug Benson. That Doug Doug Benson would be kind of cool. Oh, there we go. If we just want to get raped, let's go see Maria Banford. Um, Margaret should, Cho. We should go to Doug Benson. and it's, These are some pretty big names. We should go to Doug Benson's uh, Doug Benson thing uh-huh. and just wear like anti-pot stuff. Right. Yeah. Like not in this state. Like a screen printed tease of Nancy Reagan's face. <laughs> <laughs> He'd probably have us up on stage or something. He'd be like, oh, it's really crazy, you guys. But you'd have to, in order to do it right, we have, we'd have to stay in character the entire time. Right. It's like a vehement anti-pot. So I wonder if he's just doing stand up. I wonder. Huh. He's probably. He's probably. I don't know. He's probably maybe recording. It depends. Like the whole getting high with Doug shtick is. It's a celebrity on there with him. So. Well, yeah, that's know. what I mean. Yeah. So unless he's appearing with somebody else, he's probably not going to be doing it. Unless he's going to get a hold of all those all those awesome local celebrities that people know. Right. <laughs> right. Here in the St. Louis area. Uh, St. Louis sucks. <clears throat> anyway, listen. Steve Lemmy. We had been Kevin talking about Heffernan. some serious stuff. And then we talked about some not-so-serious stuff. And then we talked about some eh, stuff. Now let's talk about the very serious stuff. Uh-oh. Our Lord and Savior. Because... Our Supreme Ruler. I've been waiting for this to... Because I want to talk to you about this for about 45 minutes. So I've been waiting to the, the end of the show. It's not really the end. We're like 36 No, I, I, I know. And, and I really didn't have this prepared to talk about. But I still want to talk about it anyway. Let's Are you talk... wearing anything under that hoodie? No. It's just... Oh, wow. Okay. It's just... Well, there, okay. Glory's chest. Wow, there it is. It was weird. So tonight's donuts just popped back up in my mouth. <coughs> yeah, I ate two donuts at work because I'm like, like those are in the office. And I'm like, yeah, I know those came in at six a.m. this morning, but you know, I'm a fat white piece of shit, yeah. so I'll put them in my mouth. Addison, I've I've finalized my. My thinking, I think I've come kind of mm-hmm. full circle in my thinking about a kind of the whole election cycle. Mm-hmm. The unstumpable. And I, I don't think that I can stand or support anybody in this race 100%. And the only person that I can even partially support. And that's all this is. It's partially supporting. Is our Lord and Savior. Is Donald Trump. Turns out he is stumpable. Uh, a couple things. Well, apparently you've been stumped. A couple so. things. I've been thinking about him and and about specifically about whether or not he is a Clinton shill to to disrupt the Republican Party enough to enough to cause it to fall into disarray. So there is no strong candidate coming out of the the convention in July, right? For the Republican side, so so I don't know. I think Conway is really going to take it (laughs) right by storm. Yeah, Kasich stands a chance. Ooh, he could do it. Idiots. Anyway. Ohio right now is 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 Kasich on all all polls. Ohio is tomorrow. It's Kasich's home state. He's the governor. Polls are Trump and Kasich even. Really? Even in his home state. Every other poll has Trump by 40% tomorrow. Tomorrow is Illinois, Missouri, Florida, Ohio. Tomorrow's big too. So, mm-hmm. anyway. Would you say this is a second Super Tuesday? Uh, this is a is this is a, this is this is Great Tuesday. It's not super. <laughs> okay. You know, but it's great. There's super. There's great. There's stupendous. You know. And then there's just Tuesday. There's magnificent Monday. Right. There's subpar Saturday. Right. But then when going into the convention, you have Tits Tuesday. Okay. Then you have Wieners Wednesday. Okay, Wieners Wednesday. That you have is my thong favorite. Thong Thursday. Thong Thursdays. Right? Okay. And then you have fucking Friday. <laughs> and that bleeds you into Satisfaction Saturday. I gotcha. I don't know. I think my favorite out of those is probably Thong Thursday. Yeah, thong honest. Thursday is very nice. You know, yeah. uh, you should. Ne- Do you fancy never- a woman in a thong, Matt? Uh, not too bad, but you've never seen Nancy Pelosi <laughs> until you've seen Nancy Pelosi in a thong. <laughs> boing, 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 boing. I remember the year they got Sarah Palin and uh, 
Sarah Palin and Michelle Bachman on the stage for Thong Thursday. Woo! There is only sex. Michelle Bachman, not as much cellulite as you think. That's her next campaign slogan. There you go. Um, anyway, so so is Donald Trump a Clinton show? Is the question. And yeah, what do you mean by that? Is he somebody who got into the race simply to disrupt party politics on the GOP side enough that there is no strong candidate coming out of the GOP, um, so that she can walk it in so and become become yeah. the landslide, you know, sixty percent president. Mm-hmm. You know, if she can win sixty two percent of the then popular vote, name has what it has always. She goes deserved. into the White House with overwhelming popularity, mm-hmm. and it's you know at at that. You know, at at a point, if she wins by that large a margin, which if let's say Ted Cruz gets nominated, that's what's happening. Clinton wins the general election with sixty-two percent of the vote. Okay, mm-hmm. if that happens, she goes in. She goes in the White House with enough steam that no one can touch her on this FBI. Shit. And I think that's what she wants. That's that's the plan. That's the I best mean, if, case scenario if, for if, her. If you did some illegal stuff and the FBI is sort of wise to it, yes, I, I feel like that is the best case scenario for you. So they overwhelmingly have public opinion on their side, and there's no voter, um, or for there's miles, no push on Congress say, oh, to what about indict. The, what about that? Yeah, yeah. There's no push on Congress and 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 at the state or local level, you mm-hmm. know, to, to to indict. Anyway, so basically, thinking. Is Trump a show? Be hilarious. A couple so, years in, if she gets in trouble for going down on an intern, but that's just me. <laughs> an intern squirted on her blue blazer. Right. It's just like we're all like it's just a, like a complete yeah. repeat. And yeah. and and the Time funny is thing a flat would be circle. Is, is that like since we're full blown idiocracy now, like we wouldn't even know it. We'd be like, oh, what a scandal! This is this is fantastic. Yeah. Wow, this is unbelievable. Yeah. <laughs> Perhaps just a report by a. Uh, No, it's 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 like the Wall Street Journal coming comes out and says this is a brave step in the fight for equality, for women to finally be recognized in high-ranking offices as equal to men. If right. Bill Clinton have a sex scandal, then so can Hillary, and it is a brave statement on a fight for how Hillary Clinton is 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 leading the fight in equality and political correctness and, and, and acceptance. Says, I acceptance. Wish it was me. Yeah. yeah, 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 leading leading the charge for women's rights. Anyway, what is Donald Trump? You can have abortions and go down on whoever you want. It's a brave new world. <laughs> what is Donald Trump? <coughs> a meme, Matt. A brand. Exactly. Mm-hmm. He's an image. Mm-hmm. That's how he He's makes his money. He's the tide of people. That's, oh. his, that's, his, that's his political cap- capital. That's his social capital. Mm-hmm. That's even his business capital. Mm-hmm. Because when you walk into a room, Donald Trump's on the other side of the table... He He's already gotten to you before you could even have a chance to get to him. He holds he is, all the cards. He is such a huge personality that you can't possibly know. You you know everything about him, but you only know what he wants to know about you when you walk into the negotiation room, okay? So his intimidation factor and all those factors lead me to 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 the understanding that Trump is his image. He's his brand. What happens to his brand if... He wins the Republican nomination and then gets completely obliterated by Why Hillary in the general election. Now, why haven't we heard any negative stuff about Trump? Like, we've heard about how they've made fun of his name, the Trump thing. They've made fun of the Trump University, which, yeah, Trump University is pretty shady stuff. Um, they've, you know, they've, but all kind of minor stuff, nothing personal. Yeah, right. Nothing huge. Nothing huge. Not that blow the case open type stuff. Nothing that and the smoking so gun. You you think it's out? It's is it out there? And you have the 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 mainstream media, Fox News, relentlessly attacking Trump until about a week and a half ago, and now even Megyn Kelly is on board. All she defends stuff about Donald Trump. Even she's on board with Donald Trump. Mm-hmm. It's it, it swung the pendulum of of media has swung so far now into Donald Trump's camp. It's ridiculous the way Fox News is supporting them versus. Versus completely I think it's all attacking him two weeks ago. And supported him. Probably, uh, you know. <clears throat> so, so how that old broad has any? Clout I don't. Left, I'm not sure. I don't see Donald Trump. Okay, okay. So going about his past. So, so allegedly, what's been said and 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 hinted at by MSNBC and 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 the left is that there's a huge secret that the Clintons have on Trump that they're waiting. To bring out until the general election, and then you're going to use it to destroy Just him. So the reason why no one on the right is talking about 
or no one on on the left is talking about all this, the big secrets of Donald Trump that could destroy him and make him out to be a buffoon. They're all sitting on it. Mm-hmm. Okay, when they could be breaking the story now and making and making headlines now mm-hmm. with all the re- Republican well, we don't want pressure to pick up steam though. With all the huge Republican pressure that's being put on the GOP right now to get Trump away from it, and, I mean the media is a big part of that. So with all that going on, why haven't any hasn't anybody broke this big story that that you know the Clinton camp and all apparently all these people are holding on to about Trump is probably because it doesn't exist. Number one. But number two, well, it could be like a I don't know a picture of his dad and like a KKK hood or something. Could be, could yeah. be. But you know, even that didn't slow him down. Yeah, you know, uh, house cards. No, don't. Uh, I was going to say it, and those who've seen it will get it. But now you've oh. ruined it. And anyway. now the people that see it are going to be like, "Oh, what is that? What?" It's what? been out for two weeks. If you haven't finished it already, you're a loser. What's that say about me? So the right? guy who has half an episode left. I'm sorry, I fell asleep. Jeez. That makes it even worse. I send you my schedule every week. It should be no question to you uh, why I'm so tired all the time. And I've said this before. Why I consume you, caffeine. Like that's a, like only a, like 60 a, hours a week. Like a madman. That's only 60 hours a week. You go okay. home and you have another 100 and you have or another 80, okay. 84 yeah, which don't hours need to be just spent for yourself. Seeing my son, seeing my daughter, f***ing my wife, doing anything else. It should all be house of cards. You're right, Matt. I'm yeah. sorry. Let me twist my, my priorities so they align with your Fat schlub life, okay, and 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 then then we'll properly align. You know what they say. I do apologize. Different strokes for different blokes. Okay. Donald Trump is not a Clinton shill. This is not a Clinton rig on the on on the GOP side, which is what I I thought it was. Uh, Trump's brand is uniquely tied to his name. If Trump runs, knowing he's going to get destroyed in the general election to allow Clinton to walk it in, he would never he would never do it. Right. Ever. Because then his brand is destroyed. Capital T Trump. If there's if there's a secret in Trump's closet that's crippling enough to make him lose this election, there's no way that he would let it get out. And if it did get out, there's no way that he he wouldn't have a plan for it. Wouldn't number one have a plan for it, or even if it was crippling enough, even get into the race in the first place, because he knows what the end game is, knows what the end secret is going to be. Mm -hmm. His opponent's last move, he knows what that's going to be. Mm -hmm. And if it destroys his brand, then it's all for naught. He would take another. Path you just to, build another to, hotel to an empire, right? What Donald Trump wants to do is finish off. <laughs> Maybe his, he gets a bid to renovate the White House. That's Maybe. his final thing. He wants to finish like, off. Well, if his, I can't live in it, I'll rebuild it for you. Here, have a gold toilet. <laughs> gold toilets for everyone. It's right. going to be huge. I have a friend. He's very big in the gold toilet industry. He said to me, "He said to me, Donald, Donald, you're a great guy. You know, all these people love you. You come out to these rallies and they show up. Look at all you show up, and it's all love at these rallies. You know, people like to say it's not love, but it is. It's all love at these rallies. And you know, I, I oh, you're all great. But if I just want to raise your hand and just say we're going to make America great again, <laughs> hashtag make toilets great again. Anyway, uh. So I think totally Don, how he Donald Trump too. Donald Trump is a true believer. That's how all his speeches go. Yeah. Donald Trump is a true believer. He's a true believer in Donald Trump. Mm-hmm. And Donald Trump wants to finish off Donald Trump's life by becoming not just a hero by becoming truly himself, unstoppable. Not just a hero to himself and a t- hero to celebrity culture, uh-huh. but a hero to a nation, a national hero, a figurehead, a political statement, uh, somebody who will be in history books and textbooks. That's what Donald Trump wants for himself. And I don't think he wants truly to make America great again. He wants Donald Trump to become great. And well, if it'd America be a, it'd be a nice byproduct. If America becomes great again, then he gets all the credit and you know that's more for Trump. <laughs> Making my Trump faces behind the microphone. Yeah. Anyway, this is, this is all all bad radio, but... Yeah. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we're now making Trump faces. If you could only picture them in the mind's eye. <laughs> Where is the... Listen, listen, listen. So, so I think Donald Trump is a true believer in Donald Trump. Um, and he's got enough people due to... Yeah. <laughs> due, to due to meme magic, he's got enough people invested in, in himself... That uh, he's got a lot of people behind him too, um, and I, I, the reason I support him is because, well, um, his election means a giant schism in the Republican Party. It could very well spell the destruction of the Republican Party, um, unless you know Republicans get on board enough 
that uh, you know they get on board with him for eight years, and then as soon as he's done, they can get back in there and take put it back to what, what it was before. But maybe this is the destruction of the Republican Party. Maybe but this maybe. is this is this is the Republican Party maybe splitting into two, or we see um, you know next election maybe the conservative Christian crowd has to run as an independent. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe Ted Cruz's of, of 2020, 2024 have to all be independent third party tickets because they no longer have any play in the Republican Party. You know, uh, we'll see. Um, but I have a feeling if Trump gets in, it's going to it's going to mean a very, very different, different Republican Party. And I'm all for feeling. that. I'm all for that. I am for a Republican Party, um, especially if we and Trump says he wants to build up the military industrial complex um but maybe it, it, at that point we have a military industrial complex that that works that 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 defends our nation instead of nation builds other places maybe that military industrial complex takes 8 years and nation builds on american soil instead of doing it in the middle east <laughs> or in southeast you, asia you're full blown you got that full blown america boner <laughs> i can't believe what i'm hearing Oof. Gotta fan myself like an old black woman at church. <laughs> I really can't believe what I'm hearing. It's the rhetoric, the, the Fox News rhetoric that I'm that I'm just spewing right now is is right. is mind boggling to be sure. But um, I don't disbelieve it. I, I think that in order to get America back on track, drastic things have to be done. And if we have to uh, make no mistake, Donald Trump is not a fascist. Hillary Clinton is the fascist. Donald Trump is not Hitler. Um, the very fact that you have so many people who are espousing fascist viewpoints opposing Trump uh, really does say a lot about the left in this country. Um, you know, they don't they're 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 protesting this guy simply f- because he's running, and they see his, him as a threat because they see how popular he's getting. And what they're really doing is protesting against the other half of this country that is tired of the PC police, is tired of social justice warriors, is tired of mindless uh, mindless laws put into place simply to protect people's feelings in this country. Because if you do that, you're going to have to get rid of the First Amendment. You're going to have to get rid of the Second Amendment. You're going to have to have to completely overturn the Constitution and really and really change the way the United States government was set up. And it's already changed drastically to a point where, I mean, we, we live in a corporate oligarchy. And, and if people like Sanders or Clinton are elected, we're going to live in a corporate fascist oligarchy. Well, I mean, we are already we already have a police state in play ready to go right now to 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 blanket America and in, in, in fascism. And all it takes is somebody to make one little change to the Constitution in which free speech is no longer protected if it infringes upon somebody else's emotional state. So, uh, yeah. Matt is a Trump supporter. And really, really wish Scalia would have held on for about six more months. But uh, that fat Jewy dick. Just couldn't keep himself from dying. Probably killed by the Democrats. Probably killed by Obama. Obama, thanks, Obama. <laughs> no, but he'll he'll elect a a, a liberal ju- justice nominate one, and it, it'll be fine. Um, because you still have some diehards on the uh, Republican side that will, yeah. But see, all the old ones, all the really old ones, are uh, are all Republicans, so. If we have a five-four liberal bench, I mean, in eight years, I mean, the best you could hope for is to come out with a five. Still have the five-four, maybe a five-five-four in your favor. Look at you, man! So, You're like an old white conservative now. I'm not an old in white like a, conservative now. In like a matter now. of a year, like if you listen, if you I'm, listen I'm a thinking shows, man whose time, whose 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 views change over time, and whose views change with more information. And I have more information now than I had when we started this show three years ago. You know, and yeah, I wouldn't have defined myself as a Republican then, or but I was. I mean, I was a Ron Paul Republican at that point. But I wouldn't just hoping that Ron Paul could be a Republican kind of thing. Sure, sure. Yeah. Um, but you all right? Yeah. Sorry. The Holy Ghost. Anyway. But um, but you know people's people's viewpoints change over time. That's and no one should be faulted for that. Mine has, and all my friends keep telling me that I listen to you too much. I told we had a. <laughs> Speaking of the wedding, we had a moment where the groomsmen were, we were just kind of in a room. Another weird thing, we showed up for pictures uh, 11 o'clock, mm-hmm. or no, 2 o'clock, excuse me. Um, 
And then uh, we really didn't have to be there for like an hour. Like they took yeah. like four sets of pictures. It was, it was really weird. But anyways, we're all sitting in a room waiting as the bride was finished getting ready, et cetera, et cetera, which of course takes ages and ages. Um, and we had a conversation about conspiracy theories. Mm-hmm. And the 9-11 thing came up and I was like, I was like, I was like, no, no, no. At best, willfully negligent. Like, yeah. At best, didn't didn't focus on the intelligence to where they could actually stop the threat. Yeah. There's no one in government that was behind it. That's ridiculous. Yeah. Um, and then the other one was like, uh, and he's like, he's like, the point is, like, everyone says that jet fuel doesn't melt steel beams, et cetera, et cetera. And he's like, he's like, the point is, you can analyze it all day long with simulations, et cetera, but no one knows what happens when you crash a 737 into that building. No one knows what happens. We don't know how hot it gets in there. We don't know how it burns. We don't know, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Like, without without actually that happening. But, I, I mean, like, okay. it, it, it did happen. It happened twice, actually. Right. On the day of, and, and thousands and thousands of scientists from all over all over the world, either commissioned the perfect or not commissioned, <laughs> right. studied it right. extensively. Anyways. And the results were uh, Matt, we can't of, get into of the Warren again. Commission. We can't, I, cannot, I cannot have you the hijacking the show for this. The, the results were inconclusive at best. Okay. And the 9-11 commission right. was, uh, well, was very okay. shady. I, I mean, Dick that, Cheney right. and, and, Bit- and George W. Bush were never under oath, number one. And when they did go, quote unquote, under oath, it was all off the books. Okay. Fantastic. Which isn't actually under oath, because if you're under oath, you go on the record. Anyways. Uh, and then JFK came up, and I was like, everybody knows why JFK was killed. He, he looked at doing away with a dollar. Like, I don't... Yeah. Is, are we still discussing this? Yeah. And they're like, what? Really? He did? And I was, was like... He was going like, to undercut the Federal Reserve and the World Bank. And I, and I just, I just like, said this definitively and authoritatively. I'm like, I'm like every president that's ever caught, ever caught a bullet has tried to cross the big banks. Yep. Yep. And every president that ever does is going to, because you know, there was some talk yep. about Bernie Sanders and stuff, and I was like, I was like, no, 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 no. he has no plan to actually disrupt the banks. Yeah, because if he did, he would catch a bullet. Saying saying you're gonna bullet. saying you're gonna audit the Fed is a great thing to say, but right, <laughs> there's been a precedent set, precedent yeah. set in this country. Happen every time, and they all know this because believe me, because everybody who runs for president ultimately does a little research in yeah. presidents that have been shot at. <laughs> and they realize at some point or another that the Federal Reserve pays everyone's commonalities bills. here in the in the laws that they were trying to get passed. Hmm, <laughs> they weird. All got shot. Hey, and the ones that that lived, they they suddenly changed their mind about these uh, these fiscal bills that they were trying to get uh, to regulate Wall Street and to uh, audit the Fed or or go back to the gold standard or have the government issue issue currency in this in this country instead of a privately owned bank do it. Hmm. Why is that? Yeah. Do you think? Yeah. Yeah. It's never going to happen. Yeah. Uh, and so all of you fools that are bo- voting for Bernie Sanders <laughs> are just that fools. The well, man offers nothing but platitudes and great ideas. And extra mouth moisture. Uh, so his mouth is so wet, man. He's <laughs> we're watching that Fox News town hall or CNN or whatever CNN it was town hall earlier, and I'm just like I'm like. No, it was an MSNBC town hall. And like, I said to you, I was like, was I was Chuck like Todd. Matt, how many lips does that man have? Yeah. You said two, but he has the moisture for 15. You couldn't, you couldn't tell, but there was somebody behind the camera, off camera. Every time the camera would pan to Chuck Todd, they come along with a, a, a large a bucket, right. a large beach towel, and they're dabbing right. the side quarters of his mouth, you know? Right. Chris Matthews has the same thing. <laughs> well, Matt, um, that's 58 minutes. I can fill up another two minutes with a YouTube video. From sure. my childhood. Sure. Um, it's a song from Disney's greatest film, uh, the animated Jungle Book, of course, as we all know. I was the only, also the only one allowed in my home as a child. I was actually looking at a job uh, application the other day, and one of the questions that they added, it's sort of one of those personality questions, like, hey, put that on there, was uh, what was a, uh, or what TV show did you grow up on? And I was like, Gosh, I don't know if I had one. Like, if I had to say, I would probably say The Office, because as soon as I got out of the house, that was the one thing that I watched through, and I was like, I was like, wow, this is so engaging and so like, was a huge fan and stuff. Um, and I quoted incessantly. It 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 like, it bums me so much when I quote it, and people don't get it. It's nothing that makes me sadder than a well-timed Michael quote or a yeah. Dwight quote, and people are just like, what? And I'm like. I'm sad inside. There's a guy I work with. Like every, every time I make an office office reference, he always gets it. That's incredible. And how good does that feel inside? It's a good feeling. I yeah, like it. Exactly. Anyways, uh, this is from uh, The Bear mm-hmm. and Mowgli. Uh, and we'll just play it. And we'll just, we'll just wrap up the show on that. Why not? 
Why not? Let's just let's just make a precedent now where we just end the show on on a musical clip. Sounds good. Every single time. Why not? Just sure. whether it's from a movie, a film, a TV show, our butts, whatever it might be. <laughs> I gotta edit your Jeopardy song, Matt. That's fine. That's I'll, fair. I'll edit the words, but you'll be able to tell. Its intended meaning will be there. Okay. <laughs> if you want to edit, just take the whole thing out. That's fine. No, 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 no. I'm it could be just a moment for you and me. I, no, no, because no, that no. was spur of the moment, and that it was perfect. Was, and it's gonna stay on there. Okay. But I'm gonna, I'm gonna, you know. Oh, wait, sure, sure. I've, yeah, I've got rules and regulations. Yeah. My my wife has already said, you know, if I let the c word through, I, you know, I gotta like leave or something. Okay. All right. Yeah. No, I don't want. That and you to don't happen. want that. Yeah, I don't want to break up a, a happy. Oh, uh, well, I don't want to break up like a a a satis. Well, I don't. I don't want to break a me- up a mediocre home. So <laughs> far be it from you yeah. to uh, disrupt a tolerable home life. I, I, far be it from you to take us from mediocrity to complete upset. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I'm not trying to be cited in any divorce papers here. Right. <laughs> that would it would be on her part too. She'd yeah. be like, all he does is hang out with his friend Matt. Yeah. One, Who is nothing one, but a Kevin a bad Kevin Smith caricature. <laughs> <laughs> the poor man's Kevin Smith. Yeah. Yeah. And not even not even good anymore. Yeah. Well, Kevin Smith isn't. You're still at the top. Like you're, you're really good, Matt. I'm like if Kevin Smith like wrote a stony version it. of Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> well, something like that. Yeah. I so about half the time, especially with new folks at work, it, it, it gets a laugh, or I say, uh, I'll say, well, come on, you know, or when there's a scenario where that reaction is warranted, I say, I say that reminds me of the time when uh, Tigger tried to get in uh, Winnie the Pooh's honey pot, mm. and they're like. What? And I'm like, yeah, you know what he said? And I'm like, what? I said, Take a please. <laughs> you just you just chuckled at that, Matt. You can you can take that to bed with you tonight. When All you're right, laying in bed trying to count sheep and you think, I laughed at take a please. What has my life yeah. come to? Anyways, I don't think we ever welcomed you to give that some thought, but anyways, thank you for listening to give that some thought. Uh, telegram.me slash give that some thought. Uh, is the channel, and you're welcome to contact Matt and I directly mm-hmm. upon the platform. Mm-hmm. I'm at Frank Underwood. He's at Suburban underscore Wizard. No, not underscore, just Suburban Wizard. That's what you're on Twitter, which we don't really pay attention to. Supposedly 200 million users. On Telegram? On Telegram. You know, they send, uh, I saw some stats, it's, it's too. The, it's the biggest 100% encrypted Yeah, uh, um, and they send like ever. 500 billion messages at some point or something like it's it's yeah. it's pretty wild i know it's big uh like it's if you browse around kind of some of the bots and rooms and stuff like there's it's, it's huge in iran <laughs> really <laughs> like oh my god mm. like you can find i mean it's yeah oh my god there's so many iranians on telegram we, we so if should... you want to find yourself a nice iranian girl well, I'm I'm thinking why why not venture into that market? Why not start promoting ourselves on some of the Iranian channels? Oh, okay. The Iranian Telegram channels. Maybe get somebody to translate the show. Yeah, yeah. Do it, but specifically for Iranian mm-hmm. maybe television yeah. or something. Yeah. Like, what's it in American dollars? Like, what's it got to cost for us to put a show on Iranian TV? Like, I like thirty eight bucks. Or sure, something? sure. Yeah. 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 I mean, the biggest cost is going to be transferring it onto VHS. <laughs> you know, <laughs> right. I can't even say it right. VHS. V- VHS. Is it is it for his? How is it pronounced? V high school. V high v school. V high school. V V A J. Video high school. Yeah. Okay. Because how do you like? What is? Do those even exist anymore? Can you go to Walmart and buy a VCR? I don't think you can. Uh, I'm I'm not sure. They probably just have Blu-ray players for like eleven bucks. I know you can't at Kmart though. <laughs> Kmart's still stuck in 1997. Or Grandpa Pigeons. Sure. You remember Grandpa Pigeons? I Matt? do. I do. Now was that a national chain? It was mostly Southern, but yeah. And well, we had them here. I remember the yeah. one off of uh, yeah. St. Charles Rock Road, which turned like, into the Garden Ridge, like Southern, like like hardware store. Yeah. Well, but it but they had like shoes and stuff. Yeah, I mean, but it was like you know, yeah. There really isn't a store like that anymore. I mean, they're all like huge. They're like Cabela's or or have like, everything. Uh, yeah, but like uh, like I remember they have like these weird. You'd get the the mailers, and it'd be like, you know. Two for one, like I don't know, fishing poles or something, and th- but then there'd be like jeans. It was really, it was really weird. Like there was nothing you couldn't go to that store and get, <laughs> in an odd way. Yeah, and and, and it, but it was like the big lots of of that kind of. You remember big lots too? Are they even around anymore? Yeah, I think so. I'm um, not sure. This is all boring. But they, whatever. Anyway. It's nostalgia, Matt. Folks love it. Iranian Anyways. telegram telegram channels. You know, we're big in Iran. Oh, it's like this, little britches. Anyway, All you gotta do thanks for listening is out. look for the...
bare necessities, the simple bare necessities. Forget about your worries and your strife. I mean the bare necessities or Mother Nature's recipes that bring the bare necessities of life. Wherever I wander, wherever I roam, I couldn't be found of my big home. And take a glance at the fancy ants, then maybe try a few. You eat ants? <laughs> you better believe it. And you're gonna love the way they tickle. <laughs> Move it! Look out! The bare necessities of life will come to you. But where? They'll come to you. Look for the bare necessities, the simple bare necessities. Forget about your worries and your strife. I mean the bare necessities, that's why a bear can rest at ease with just... This has been a production of Tripod Broadcasting.